the name of Jesus, we, we bless him and pray for the word that he's going to share. Amen. Thank you, Letty. Good morning, everybody. Has anybody ever thought, as they've uh, journeyed through 2022, let me roll it back to 2022, there's probably not been enough days in 2023 to make, hopefully, for this to be true or possible. Has anybody ever thought, I'd like to reset, I'd like to do that day again? Anybody watch the film Groundhog Day? Uh, The character wakes up every morning and the same thing's happening. The same thing's happening, and it takes him a few repeats to realise that the same things are happening. And then he realises that actually, if he changes the way he does something, then the new day comes differently. And he keeps on trying to change things to make things better, and it, it all ends up a pretty big mess to start with. Uh, because he's, he then realises, well, I can do what I want. So who cares? But we do care. That's part of the problem. And so as we journey on this st- series of, uh, uh, throughout January of a, a new start... I want to say there is a new way. And because there is a new way, there's a new day. And what new way am I talking about? I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus made a way that means that we can come before God because he looks at us through Christ. He looks at us through the purity of his son. In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, it says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Not maybe, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now there are many times in our lives, I think, when we say, I wish I could do that again and do it differently. But you know what? We can't. If you, if you like cartoons like the Beano and the Dandy, there are pictures of, and, and other cartoon books as well, there are pictures of characters and they have a bubble. And in that bubble is what they said. And sometimes I, I feel, maybe you feel the same, I want to, as it were, take hold of the bubble that I've just said and kind of push it back inside. Could I, could I say that again? Sometimes, once it's out, it's out. But behold, old things have passed away and new things have come. And what does this lead us to? Well, if I read this from the Amplified in 1 John 1 verse 9, it says, If we freely admit that we have sinned, and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and his promises, and will, will forgive us our sins, dismiss our lawless, and continuously cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Everything not in conformity to his, to his will in purpose, thought and action. He will forgive us our sins. So I can, I can confidently say, here in 2023, on January the 22nd, he will forgive you. He will forgive me. If we, what does it say? If we freely admit, repent, turn away from those things, change our minds, make a difference. David knew about these things as he wrote many psalms, 150 psalms, 150 songs. And he wrote this, he doesn't punish us for our sins as much as he should be pu- as much as we should be punished he doesn't pay us back in keeping with the evil things we've done his love for those who have respect for him is as high as the heavens are above the earth he has removed our lawless acts from us 
as far as the east is from the west. Do you know what? If we get our heads around that simple scripture, you know, if you keep on going east, you keep on going east, it's a never-ending thing. Because the globe is, our east and west is a reference on our globe, and if we keep on going west, we'll come back to where we started eventually. And so as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And a father is tender and kind to his children, to us, in the same way the Lord is tender and kind to those who have respect for him. He knows that we are made of, he knows what we are made of, he remembers that we are dust. And be kind, uh, sorry, he knows that we are dust. And we press into all that we are. And God encourages us to, to reflect that in our own lives, to be kind to one another, to be tender-hearted. That means to, to care, to notice. That, that, I, don't know how, how, I don't know what kind of films cause you to well up. Um, you know, there, there are certain moments in certain films where my lip starts to quiver as I hear a, you know, a particular poignant story or a child doing something incredible or some kind of breakthrough coming. Some completed story being completed. But he encouraged us to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you and me. So you say, how can this be true? Well, Isaiah tells us, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. He goes on to say in verse 19 this, Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I just want to pause there before I continue in this. But I have at home, I wish I brought it now, but it's very fragile. I have a desert rose at home. It sits on our windowsill. It's a crystal that grows underneath the sand. And it grows under the sand. I believe it's, it's made from, it's called gypsum, as, a, as, a, as, as what it's made of. But it grows underneath the sand. With the little water that's there, it causes the crystals to grow. And they only grow in the desert. You'll only find them in, in, where there are vast amounts of sand, and where there is uh, that process going on of continual heating and crystallization. And yet it's a beautiful thing. And... When it rains in the desert, you might think, well, it's just sand. There's nothing else to see here. You can watch many videos online uh, where when it rains, over the next three or four days, suddenly what was just sand becomes a sea of greenery and, and things flower very, very quickly. And they flower quickly and they produce seeds very quickly because there's just such a short period. Because eventually the sun will bake them dry again. And those seeds then go back into the sand ready for the next time it's going to rain. And so when we look at barrenness, when we look at emptiness, when we look at where there is nothing, I want us to believe that, behold, I do a new thing. Even as I make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, the beasts of the field will honour me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I will give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people. My chosen ones. This people I have formed for myself, that they may declare 
my praise. You know, God waters us with good things, not that we might just stand there and look beautiful, but that we might declare his praise. Yes. And I want to ask a question. I want to ask one or two ouch questions this morning. And I want to say, when was the last time you declared just how good God, God was or is? Was it, did you do it this morning as you were praying? Did you do it yesterday in a conversation? Did you do it as part of our worship this morning? Because we've got to keep on reminding ourselves that he is good. And he's for us. It's, I, I'm, I am fascinated by how many times people... You, you can know someone and know someone and know someone. Let me give you an example. Um, I had a friend of mine who, um, who I heard had said something about me. And they know me really well. And I thought, where did they get that from? And so I, I, I took a moment. I didn't just say, why, why did you... I just you know, um, what's going on? What made you say this? I said, well, this had happened and that had happened. I said, but you know me. Surely, if you really expected me to behave differently, maybe you'd have come and asked and found a way to ask me. Do you know, I think we do the same with God. You know, we know God. We know him to be good. We've seen him do miracles in our lives. We've seen him speak truth. And then something comes along and suddenly we're, oh, is he really there? Is he there, is he there for me? God is for us, not against us. Interesting that Letty started the service with this, without knowing that I was also going to kind of bring this scripture as well. Let me just put a little bit of context from Lamentations, because Lamentations is not a book we readily turn to. You know, the, t- it's the, the, the trick's in the title. You know, who wants to lament? Who wants to have a pity party? But it's such a good book to kind of just let it all out. If, 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 kind of, if, you, want, if, if you want to kind of have a, have a chat with God, go to Lamentations and just see where it takes you. I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feelings of hitting the bottom. But there's one thing I remember and remembering I, I keep a grip on hope. God's love couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried up. There created new every morning. How great is your faithfulness. You might say, Dave, I don't recognise that. Well, that's probably because it's from the message. Um, so, so let me read it again in maybe more familiar territory. Though the Lord's mercies are not consumed, because his passion fails not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Every morning. Every day is a new day. Every day is unique. I was sitting having lunch with some long-time friends yesterday, and I just made a comment and said, this group of people has never sat around this table, has never been together before. I could make that statement to be true because I was, oh, I was at, Julia and I were at the wedding of a couple who were sitting at the table, and their daughter was sitting at the table. We never met her before. So I knew that to be true. I mean, there were other people around the table. You will often find, even if you go to the same place every week, there'll be somebody new or somebody not there. 
And so you can actually say this is a unique group of people. It changed it. Sunday, although we've got familiar faces and we nod and we smile and we say good morning to people, I'm pretty confident to be able to say, I guess the statistics are there, this is a unique combination. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how I'd work out whether it was true or not, but you know, there, there are people who are here, there are people who are not here. It only takes one person new to turn up, and it's definitely different. It only takes one person not to be able to make it, it's different. And so every day, every opportunity comes fresh to us. There's nothing better than the smell of fresh bread. Uh, I, I remember the days when I was a child, and you didn't get good bread from supermarkets. You had to go to a baker's. And our baker's was the other side of Cookham, so I used to have to walk or cycle to our baker's. And often I would go and get the bread and then walk back. And I remember one distinct particular uh, time I had to go to the baker's. I, had, I, I was meant to collect two French sticks. And one of them was a, bit, got, was a bit broken as it went into the bags. And I could smell this bread coming out of the bag and I just tried a little bit. So I didn't break a bit off. I just kind of dug the middle out. Oh, this is really good. And as I was walking back, I just tried a bit more. And then, then I was kind of trying to get my fingers right down inside to get any more bits of bread. And then I was going the other way. And I, stuck, I got home and I stuck the two bits together again and put it on the side. And then we came to lunchtime and my mum got the bread out. And she said, oh, it's broken. Oh, what's happened to this? And I had to confess. I had to say, oh, I really enjoyed the bread on the way. I'd probably eaten about a third of the loaf, of the baguette. But it was so good. It smelt so good. You couldn't resist it. And I just want to encourage us, if that was our attitude to every day, that every day we think, oh, this is going to be so good. I am going to enjoy it. I'm going to take part in it. And I'm going to, be, I'm going to reap some benefits from it. New every morning. Every morning is full of possibility. Every morning there are new things. Now you might say, but Dave, what about all the stuff that happens? Well, in John 10.10, a scripture you all know very well. It says, the thief does, does not come except to kill, steal, and destroy. The thief does not come. The enemy does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. And I want to call that out because, do you know what? When you start to see patterns in life, if you start to see confusion going on, you know, you, you have a week and you think, there's been miscommunication going on all day today. Just recognize it as a strategy. Just recognize it as the enemy and say, okay, I need to pray now. If you start to see, you know, m- m- maybe, uh, what's an example? I don't know. Um, you, come to, you come to put your hands in your pocket. I think, I'm sure I had a £10 note in my pocket. And then you kind of dig your hands in your pocket, and then you think, oh, it must have fallen out. It's, it's been stolen. Maybe not by a person, but it's been stolen by the end. And then somebody comes along and steals your joy. You're really happy, you're really pleased, and suddenly Mood Hoover's walked into the room, and bleh, And suddenly you recognise there's a pattern going on. Today, the enemy's having a go, trying to steal my joy, steal my peace, steal something of mine recognize it, call it out and pray. Because that's what he loves to do. He loves to upset our day. And so we've got this new every morning day and then halfway through the morning, oh, it's another one of those days. Let me encourage you. Just pause for a few moments and pray. 
Because Jesus went on to say this. He said the thief does not come except to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and they have it more abundantly. Have it to the full in other translations. I love the word abundantly. Abundantly means excessively more than. Not, not, not just full, but flowing over in other descriptions. Pressed down and running over in another part of scripture. You know what? We don't tend to do those kind of things. We don't tend to fill up a mug until it's overflowing. Because we don't want to make a mess on the floor. You know, if you've ever seen somebody walking across the restaurant, with a, you know, they've filled the, the pint of beer up or the glass, and it's really full, and they're kind of walking across trying to make sure they don't spill a drop. But you know, God is so much more. Life is messy. There is overflow. For there is, it's more abundantly. And I want to go back to this scripture, because this, this is where I started, but this is how I want to kind of pull it all back together again. I want to go back to 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, and say this. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So now, now a time for a little bit of a workshop. I'm not going to ask you to share anything with you, but we're going to ex- explore and unpack this scripture in, in our own world. So I'd just like you all to close your eyes and listen to my voice. And as you listen to my voice, I want you to think about if you were going to do a spring clean of your daily life. I'd just like you to... So I'm not thinking about the week yet. Let's just think about what you do on a daily basis. There, there are things we do every day. We clean our teeth every day. Um, you know, we go to bed every day. We, many of us will go to work five days a week. Anything that we do almost every day. I'd just like you to think about your day. Reflect upon your day. And if you were going to change one thing, one thing, what would that be? I'm not going to ask you to tell me. I'm, I'm asking you to reflect upon it. We're just going to do a little bit of a kind of spring clean uh, but a sp- sp- before God. If there was one thing that you, you might be, you might add one thing in. But you know what? I would encourage you, if you're going to add something in, maybe make something else shorter. Don't just pile more on and more on. That just brings pressure and stress. But as we've got our eyes closed, I just want to encourage you, just reflect upon your daily life and think about maybe one thing you want to stop doing or one thing you want to start doing. And I'm just going to ask you to reflect upon that here at the beginning of the year, near the beginning of the year. And just reflect upon that. Say, okay, do you know what? I'm going to, here's one that, that I thought about. I thought about, I'm going, to, I'm going to try and find a minute of peace where I just sit and I breathe and I just focus on something peaceful, something, something beautiful. And notice I said a minute. I didn't say 10 minutes or half an hour. I just said a minute. I just want to start a new habit, start a new way. And I'll find, I, I'll probably diarise that because the best way to, to make it happen is to consciously choose to do it. And then I'd like you to enlarge your focus a bit now and not look at a day, but look at a week. Look at the form of your week. What are there? Are, there are things that we do every week. Maybe go to the shops, maybe have a coffee with a particular friend, uh, maybe go for a walk at the weekend. <coughs> but there are things that we do on a weekly basis. And again, I'm going to ask you just to reflect upon that week. What one thing would you stop? 
Behold, I do a new thing. New things sometimes will be stopping bad habits, not so, not so healthy ways of doing things, but it might also be picking new things up. Let's reflect again upon your week. Maybe it might be to ring a particular person. This doesn't have to all be about us. Sometimes it might just be about our relationship with one another. It might be choose to send a postcard or a, a card. There's an unusual thing to do these days. Um, to encourage somebody, just a few words. Just want to enlarge it one more time and think about the year. You could do the month as well, but we won't do that this morning. But I'd just like you to think about your year. Think about, you know, there'll be times you'll take a holiday. There'll be festivals and birthdays. There'll be people you see at certain times of the year. I want to encourage you, think about what one new thing could I, one new thing could I start doing? One thing could I stop doing? Behold, I do a new thing. And why have I asked you to reflect upon these things? Because I hope in the midst of those ideas, there was a reflection on God, spending time with people, talking more positively, choosing to invest in yourself, read a a new book, uh, read the Bible maybe, or, or, or read the book of Psalms. There was a season when I read a psalm every day for nearly a year. When I got to the end, that's 150 days worth. Some of them are really short. In fact, I did break Psalm 119 down. Psalm 117, you can read in 30 seconds. Psalm 119 takes a little longer. But each day I would read a psalm. When I got to the end, I went back to the beginning again and started again. If you go through Psalms twice, you're, you're nearly there. 300, 365 days. And I want to take this one step further now with our eyes closed. And I just want you to think about if God was speaking to us and that exercise that we've just been through, that one thing in a new day for a week, for, a, for the year. If God was our coach and was just advising us and just saying, here's one thing I'd suggest you do. What might it be this morning? Either in your week or in your, week, uh, your day or in your year. I sense that God might say to some people, take a sabbatical, take a break. Take a week off from everything. For others it might be, spend a little more time with me. For others it might be very specifically saying sorry to somebody where something's gone awry. For others it might be a simple, just ask me, son or daughter, just ask me about this thing. I'm waiting to respond to you. But please just ask me. Pray. Talk to God. In Isaiah 43, as I read earlier, in verse 18, it says this, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. And as we've just considered what God might say to us, I'm going to pray now. Because I sense the Father in those moments may have just dropped an idea into your heart, into your mind, 
You might have just reflected on his word and said, I need to make a change here. I'm going to encourage you to take that step of faith and do it. So let me pray. Father, we do want every day to be a day of fruitfulness. We do want every day to be a day of blessing. Father, help us to be blessings to others. Help us to be encouragers, Lord God. Help us to go and, 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 to, and to give the great gifts that you've given us. Father, thank you for the fruit that you've provided to us. Help us to use it wisely and bless others, we pray. And help us to take steps of faith. Father, I pray that 2023 will be better than we expected. Father, I pray that 2023 will be better than the year before. Father, I pray that 2023 will be a year of fulfilment and purpose. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do you want me to do the notices, Letty? Yeah, okay.